What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live on iHeartRadio today. AM, FM, 24-7. Tune in, iTunes. Our official website is jiggyjetwire.com, and you can get more information over there on our next guest. We are also live on the Twitch. We're twitching on the Twitch today. And uh, we are also over there at JiggyJaguar.com, live video as well. And we have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big, big broadcast. And he has an incredible project we are going to be talking about today here on our program. And we want to give you a little bit of details on this. Uh, It is amazing. It is a uh, fantastic, fantastic piece of business and uh, just an incredible, incredible project. What's the problem now? Black Grievances and White Guilt. It's a brand new satirical book by social commentator Michael Brendel, and he joins us today here on our big broadcast. So, Michael, talk to us a little bit about this incredible book, my friend. Well, thank you for having me, James. Um, I've written a kind of punchy, uh, dark comedy about race in America. I... uh, as a social commentator, I try not to spare anyone, sort of equal opportunity commentary. And uh, I poke fun at white people, call myself a cracker a few times. <laughs> I That's always poke good. fun at woke people for pointing a finger at me for being too white. And then I kind of cross a line and, and poke fun at black people, which you're not supposed to do these days. But it's a, it's a specific group of black people who uh, blame me for all their problems and who often come to my neighborhood to make trouble. Sort of stuff they write country music songs about. <laughs> uh, Lately, yeah. <laughs> Lately, that's awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big, big broadcast. So why did you decide to write this book? That's weird. When, whenever anyone asks me that, I don't know if I decided to. I mean, it's based largely on anecdotes, personal stories I have from 41 years of living in New York City and uh, different kinds of encounters I've had with black people. Um, but I don't think I had a conscious agenda. I, was, uh, I wrote it last summer pretty much over a two-month per- period. It's not that long of a book. Uh, in retrospect, thinking back, I think maybe I was a little frustrated and disgusted um, after all the terrible things I've been hearing about white people in recent years, 
how evil we are and how stupid we are and all this stuff. It's still going on. Um, and then, uh, and also all the senseless acts of violence I'd witnessed. Since, well, not only since I moved to New York in 1982, but uh, since 2020, especially with the riots and demonstrations in New York. Um, I think it all kind of just converged and happened. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big program, talking a little bit about his latest book, What's the Problem Now? Michael joins us here in our big broadcast. So tell me a little bit about the cover of the book. <laughs> they managed to get dogs in it. Um, I work as a dog walker. There's a picture of me going across what looks like the lawn of Central Park with a bunch of dogs. Um, I'm a dog author, so I'm branded that way. And, and no matter what I write about, it seems to end up being about dogs. And there are two, uh, it's beautifully laid out, beautifully thought out. You have a, a, the New York skyline, which goes across the whole cover, even the inside flap if you have the hard cover, which is really beautiful. Um, you have a, 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 a white arm, a Caucasian arm, holding up a sign, and you have a, a, a black arm holding up a sign at, 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 a, at a protest, you know, conceivably. And then uh, I am walking in the other direction, kind of <laughs> above it all, I guess. We have got a great guest with us today. Michael Brandau is with us. What's the problem now? Black grievances and white guilt. And he joins us live here on the telephone. So this book, incredibly well written. Take me through your writing process, my friend. Gosh, I don't know. What, what do you mean specifically? Well, did did you use notes? Did you use an, an outline? Did you uh, you know stay up uh, till countless hours putting it together? Did you have a certain time that you decided to put the book together? Things of that nature, my man. Well, you know, it, unlike other books which are more scholarly that I've written, that that had to be very carefully structured. I think the structure of this just emerged. While I was writing it, it was a very different experience for me. I wrote the first, actually it was those first three chapters of four that I wrote during the summer up in Canada on vacation. And uh, the structure emerged as I wrote it. And basically the first chapter is called Culture Clash, which is where I talk about uh, you know, the, these encounters I've had with black people in 41 years. And chapter two is called uh, White People Being Black. Chapter three is uh, Black people being white. Uh, chapter four is called St. George, sort of sarcastically referring to George Floyd. And, uh, you know, I've never struggled over something like I did that chapter. And I wrote the first three in two months, and it took me another five months to write that next chapter, which is a bit longer, but not that long. Um, it was a, a very traumatic time in New York. It was very hard for me personally. Um, we had the, first of all, we had COVID to deal with. We're only two months into that, which was a nightmare for everyone. No one knew what was happening. No one knew what to do. And then this bomb, this other bomb, uh, there were, there were almost two pandemic pandemics. There was COVID and there was a George Floyd fever, I call it. And, and they, they sort of converged into a, a perfect storm of mass hysteria. Um, I saw people I knew for 40 plus years, some of the smartest, most sophisticated people I knew become raving idiots and take to the streets and start calling for the death of cops and, and the end of white people and all this stuff. And, 
and I, I'm happy with what I eventually got down on paper, but I, but I think I'm still trying to get my head around it. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big, big broadcast. It's called What's the Problem Now? Michael Burdell was with us. So, so Michael, this book, uh, you've put a lot of time and effort into the book. What do you want readers to take away from your writing? Oh, gosh, I have a problem with this idea of takeaway. Um, it makes it too easy for people. <laughs> I don't know what the takeaway is. I share my, my experiences. I bring in some broader reflections on race and crime and some other things, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, it is uh, Michael Brandow with us. What's the problem now? Black Grievances, White Guilt. He joins us live here on our big, big program. So when, when, you, when you decided to put this book together and you got it done and you got it out there, what were some of your goals for this book? Like I said, I don't think I had a, an agenda. I wanted to make people maybe aware of what's going on because I think in many ways we, we might be on the verge of a race war in this country. Um, that's about it. We have got a great guest with us today. Michael Brandow is with us. What's the problem now? Black grievances, white guilt, and he joins us live here on the telephone talking a little bit about his incredible new book. So what's next for you as an author, my friend? Oh, I think I'm going to do another dog book. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Racial conflict. (laughs) Well, that's... That, that's fantastic. So, so Michael, where where do we go online to get your book and get involved with what you're doing online, all that stuff? Sure. Uh, you can get my book on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or just about anywhere. Um, my Twitter handle is MutzRUs, and uh, I'm also on Facebook. Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us. Really appreciated the time, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. There he goes, the fantastic Michael Brandow with us. So we are going to take a timeout. And when we come back, we will be back with more here. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? If so, most likely you are overpaying. The cost for a 100 milligram tablet of Viagra is around $20 to $30. Now with Iron Man pills, you can get generic Viagra or Cialis for less than $2 per tablet for the exact same result. Do the math. If you use 10 pills a month, that's a savings of $1,000 or more per year for the exact same medication. Plus, there are no fees for physician prescriptions and no long-term commitments. Call now at 888-376-5648 and get 50 pills plus 10 free pills in just $99. This includes free shipping and discreet packaging. Call Iron Man Pills now at 888-376-5648. Yes, at 
888-376-5648. It's at 888-376-5648. I've got a unique vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you. So no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family, or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay in Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number. 800-479-8834. 800-479-8834. 800-479-8834. That's 800-479-8834. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience. So you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. 800-763-8517. Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it, running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. That's 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast. Hold it up on our iHeartRadio. Get a hold of the sideline over there at JiggyJaguar.com. Okay, so we've got a guest coming up. In fact, right now. <laughs> so, well, I guess we'll go to our next guest. We're going to give her a holla, holla, holla on the, uh, on the old Skippa Skypa here. Oh, the Skippa Skypa, as they say. And I believe. Nope. 
It's not her. <laughs> we got damn likely calling. Automatic voice message system. Okay, let's call him back. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message. Let's call him back. Give him a couple seconds. Let the phone lines settle. As they say. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Two, zero, two. Are they trying to call us? They're trying to call us. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Okay. Well, apparently the phone call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. That is not our guest, by the way. <laughs> that is not our guest. So, we are going to do this. I am going to go find a guest, and we are going to stick them into the mix here. And we will just, I guess, try our guest a little bit later. I don't know. We may try it one more time now. We, 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 we've let the phone lines settle. We may see here. Your call has been forwarded nope. to an automatic... Okay. We're going to go to Niall Nickel. Niall, how are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. I'm <laughs> doing fantastic. So, Niall, uh, last we talked to you, you were getting ready to go cover uh, a race. Talk to us a little bit about uh, the race. Gosh. You know, I, I was going to make it to Indianapolis, but as you know, I get called into court frequently. And oh yes, yes. You, 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 un you. Unfortunately, uh, I was going to say, unfortunately, the the courts derailed my uh, my plans. But I could tell you, uh, this year's Indianapolis 500 was was really quite a race. And you've heard me say this before. Um, it's really one of those uh, bucket list events that people should do. And it's not just about the racing. In fact, if you absolutely positively don't care about the racing, go for the party. Um, go for the is, party. That is awesome. It is just a massive, massive, massive party. Uh, lots of fun things going on. Concerts, uh, you know, lots of celebrities there. Uh, just a just a fun event, but if you're into racing, IndyCar just really in the last two to three years just keeps elevating their product. You know, uh, everybody loved F1 and considered it the pinnacle of racing, and some people would certainly argue today that it still is. But I could tell you, we've now moved so many of those Formula One drivers over to IndyCar. And they say, this is just a completely different game. Uh, you know, if you look at F1, you could almost predict who's going to win before you ever turn on the race each week. Well, IndyCar, not the case. Um, they've had, I think, now six different winners in eight different races. Um, everybody is super competitive. Um, and it's just you know, it puts fun into the, the racing world, not only from just a great product, but the, the drivers are very engaging. And it really has become a very family affair as well. So 
you know, I could go into greater detail, but Flipside is, it's just a fantastic product, and they're doing great. We have got the fantastic Niall Nickel with us today. He joins us live here on our big, big program. So besides the world of IndyCar, you also do uh, technology and all these things. So what, 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 what do you have for us on the uh, technology front, my friend? You know, this, is, this has been, some people would consider, a quiet technology week, maybe even month. But, you know, I tend to dig below the surface of things. And uh, we've talked a lot about chat GPT in our prior conversations, that, you know, new fancy-dancy AI tool that everybody's talking about and everybody's using. Well, I can't wait for you to hear this one because right now the IT department of the U.S. House of Representatives issued a warning this past week about the use of the free version of ChatGPT for congressional activities. And they were concerned about privacy and security. Um, They said, if you want to use ChatGPT, which tells us that a lot of House representatives are using this, make sure you use the paid-for version because it gives you some security capabilities. The free version doesn't. Well, it turns out that Apple... Northrop Grumman, uh, Grumman, I should say, uh, also issued warnings this past week, which tells you this product is everywhere. It's helping our lawmakers generate our new laws, our defense contractors build new products, and Apple figure out better ways to take money out of our pocket with all the devices that we have that we probably don't need. Of course. See, this, this is the thing that gets me. You know, nobody, it doesn't matter how much money you have, nobody wants to pay for shit. (laughs) That's just how it works. And it's like, you know, the, the, the state representatives, the, you know, elected officials, they've got money in their pocket. They're being paid off by their donors, all these things, but they're, they're too cheap to spend whatever it is to upgrade uh, to the, the, the paid version of this chat GPT. It's amazing to me. Well, you, you hear me say this often, and if you haven't heard it in the past three months, I apologize. And that is, if the product is free, you are the product. Yeah, that's so right. That's right. <laughs> so, yes. Hey, let's sweeten up some of our stories. Okay, is, go ahead, Is that baby. fair? <laughs> so when I say maple syrup, what do you think of? Uh, I think of, for whatever reason, I think of the uh, the old boxing coach, Coach Ken, putting maple syrup in his pre-workout, which I really don't understand. <laughs> okay, but, uh, I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> uh, when, when I think of maple syrup, I think of the the Northeast and, and, you know, the, the rolling hills and all the maple trees and the fall and all the fall festivals and all of that stuff that everybody knows for the maple syrup. Because Vermont probably being the most famous of the maple syrup, or we could certainly go to the Canadian maple syrup. But it turns out, are you ready for this? Some technology advancements and some new uh, laws have turned the North northwest into a maple syrup production area specifically oregon 
Um, and it's not a state that's traditionally known for maple trees. They're known for Douglas firs uh, because, you know, they sell the wood and it gives them improved revenue. But turns out that they have been using some reverse osmosis pumps uh, that are typically used to uh, clean uh, salt water into drinkable water. But they've been using that to eliminate a lot of the fluid from the maple trees in, in uh, Oregon. Turns out that they have a whole lot more water in them than the ones in Vermont do, so it just didn't make sense before. But the legislature in Oregon just passed a law that said if you decide to make maple syrup that you want to sell in your home kitchen, you can. So guess what? Uh, now Vermont, New Hampshire, maybe even uh, eastern Canada is getting a run for their money with Oregon, and Oregon farmers and uh, and home brewers making their own maple syrup that they can sell in the marketplace now. Sweet story. <laughs> Sweet story. We have got uh, the fantastic Niall Nickel with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. So what else do you have for us, my man? Uh, you're going to like this one. So there is a phone monitoring app. You'd never guess. It's targeted for Android phones, but it's called Let Me Spy. And what it does is it allows a parent to put it on their kids' phones or an employer put it on their employee phones or maybe a spouse put it on uh, you know their, their spouse's phone to secretly monitor all the activity that goes on on the phone. And, uh, well, it turns out that, uh, that just in the past few weeks, Let Me Spy had somebody hack into their databases, uh, destroy all of their databases, basically delete them, but they uh, uploaded it to a TechCrunch site um, to say, yeah, it's here, and uh, we're going to leak this data to show that we did it, but... Uh, so, so the spying company that had the database with all of that data lost it all. Uh, what do you want to bet that it was a disgruntled employee or spouse that, <laughs> that got burned by this program that decided to burn the company to the ground? And, of course, the company at this point in time is not saying anything. In fact, they haven't even released the fact that they were hacked into and their databases were destroyed. So an interesting little twist. That is fantastic. The, uh, the I, I got to thinking maybe it was somebody who who was a uh, who was a who was a pretty powerful person who who decided, uh oh, I, uh, I used this thing and I found out found out some stuff. I better figure out a way to get rid of their database. But uh, I, 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 get rid of it. I I I would think that um, you know you are right. It, it probably was somebody who probably somebody who. <laughs> <laughs> who uh, worked for the company, so they knew the ins and outs of the whole thing. Uh, Niall Nickel with us today. You can find him on Twitter, uh, Niall Nickel, and, of course, uh, Niall Nickel's top technology tips. So what what else do you have for us this week, my man? Well, I'll leave you with one thing. Um, you know, a few, few things we could talk about, but I have been fired up about net neutrality for years. Uh we pay as taxpayers for the Internet in the United States, and, and, you know, we're paying currently billions of dollars to upgrade the Internet, uh, take it into rural communities and all of that. Well, it turns out that the U.S. broadband companies, or monopolies if we 
use the term better, are wanting the tech giants like oh, Google and Amazon and Netflix to pay billions of dollars in fees to bear the cost of network build and maintenance, uh, arguing that these companies consume a significant portion of the bandwidth on this thing. Um, and, of course, net neutrality is this, this philosophy that anybody should be able to use the net freely without being blocked or anything else. And it, uh, this is probably, and I don't think I'm exaggerating, the sixth or seventh time that the big companies, you know, like Comcast, AT&T, uh, we could go on down the line, but these big companies keep petitioning Congress to allow them to be able to throttle the Internet as they'd like. And, of course, a lot of them are doing it even without total permission to do it. But uh, right now, um, they're looking around the world. They're seeing a lot of things that are happening in Europe, and they're saying, we really should be, uh, we should be doing it here. And they're starting to get more traction once again. We have got Niall Nickel with us today. So uh, before we let you go, how do we get in touch with you online and everything else? Uh, the easiest way is go to that Twitter box, as you like to call it, at Nile Nickel. And that's Nile like the river, Nickel like the coin. You can find me there. You can chat with me there. And you can see some of the stories I post as well. Well, Nile, I really appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on and chatting. And we will uh, talk to you next week. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day, my friend. There he goes. Bye-bye. Fantastic. Nile Nickel and... Uh, I didn't realize I I I realized after I said something next week is uh, July fourth, so he won't be with us next week. But that's fine. Whatever, as they say, whatever. So we are going to do this. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? If so, most likely you are overpaying. The cost for a 100 milligram tablet of Viagra is around $20 to $30. Now with Iron Man pills, you can get generic Viagra or Cialis for less than $2 per tablet for the exact same result. Do the math. If you use 10 pills a month, that's a savings of $1,000 or more per year for the exact same medication. Plus, there are no fees for physician prescriptions and no long-term commitments. Call now at 888-376-5648 and get 50 pills plus 10 free pills in just $99. This includes free shipping and discreet packaging. Call Iron Man Pills now at 888-376-5648. Yes, at 888-376-5648. It's at 888-376-5648. You work hard to provide a better life for your family. The only problem is that you now have a tax bill that you can't afford to pay. The IRS is now threatening to garnish your wages and put a levy on your bank account. You can't ignore the IRS. They won't go away on their own. You need help. And you need it now. Give us a call now and we'll create a plan of action for you that we guarantee will work. Stop the harassing phone calls. Stop the threatening letters. Stop wage garnishments. Stop any bank levies. And most importantly, put an end to your tax nightmare once and for all. 
If you have a tax debt of $10,000 or more, call the tax pros at United Tax Fix today. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-678-7027. 800-678-7027. That's 800-678-7027. Call now. Attention people with Medicare and anyone turning 65. Are you enrolled in the best Medicare plan available? The average Medicare beneficiary has a choice of 54 Medicare plans, 766 Medicare Part D prescription drug plans, and a record 3,834 Medicare Advantage plans. How do you know you have the right plan? Simple. Call 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. The service is free. You may find a plan with a $0 monthly premium, $0 co-pays, and $0 deductible. Don't gamble. Speak to a licensed agent to find out which plan is right for you. Call 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. And let Best Med Care do the work for you. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-435-1899. 800-435-1899. 800-435-1899. Consolidated Credit Solutions Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Kansas CSO 0019051. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 892. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Actual interest rates, length of program, and monthly payment reductions will vary by consumer and creditor. Yours could be higher or lower. Not a loan company. We do not lend money. got a little bit of time before we get Roger Homefield on with us. Uh, I have got to tell you about my new favorite, I guess, obsession. <laughs> I guess we could do an obsession. I don't know. By the way, welcome back to it. It is the world famous Chiggy Jaguar radio broadcast. We are live coast to coast, border to border on iHeartRadio today, amfm247.com. Of course, our good friends over there at The Mix on Tuesdays. And on Sundays, you can listen to us on 990 WBOB out there in Rhode Island of all places. 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 PM Mountain Standard each and every day. Over there at ChickyJackWire.com. On the TuneIn apps and, of course, on-demand archived audio available at iHeartRadio because, of course, we can't use the P-word. The radio industry does not like the P-word. Live videos available on Twitch, Periscope, Facebook. You know, now that Elon Musk, as uh, Bubba the Love Sponge calls him, or as Trump calls him, Elon! 
Elon. Maybe he'll bring back Periscope. I always hope that he brings back Periscope. I like Periscope. I liked Periscope. I got a lot of views on videos on Periscope. A lot more than anywhere else that we post our crap. 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. And of course, you can find us. BitChute. Clout Hub. Rumble. And then we're on these little conservative social media sites. I never go on them unless I'm posting our content to them. Uh, we're on Gab, whatever the hell that is. We're on something called MeWe, whatever the hell that is. We're on that thing that uh, they tried to con Kanye into buying, Getter. We're all over the place. We're, of course, on the Twitter machine, which, by the way, I am never going to refer to it as X. Because every time I think of X, I think of CM Punk, or I think of uh, X going to give it to you, the DMX song. So the last couple weeks, not even a week, hadn't even been a week, there is a group of guys. We're going to pull up some video here. There are some... There are a group of guys across the country. There, there, there is. A couple years ago, I got on something called street beefs. Apparently, it's a thing, as the kids say. And. I get the impression it's just a bunch of knuckleheads fighting each other in backyards. Although, I will have to say that watching it over the, uh, watching over the last, I don't know, couple years, I've noticed, much like when we were doing Box-A-Bunny, if anybody remembers Box-A-Bunny, uh, when we were doing Box a Buddy locally, let me see here. They've posted a a new video. Let's see what street beefs are doing. Of course, it's a Humana ad. Well, you know, Humana is health insurance, and at least they know their audience. Let's advertise before a fighting video. But uh, <laughs> yes. But apparently, something called street beefs, and they have these guys fight in a backyard somewhere in Virginia, and originally, I think it was just a bunch of knuckleheads fighting each other. However, they have now gotten to the point, besides having sponsors, which I think is pretty impressive, they have now gotten to the point where... They basically, we're going to take that off there. I don't give a shit about their fan up or whatever the hell this is. Uh, apparently they have these guys and they fight each other. And they fight in a cage. And originally I think it was just a bunch of knuckleheads fighting each other. But now they're starting to slowly train, get in shape. Uh, go to boxing gyms, go to kickboxing gyms. It's slowly becoming a legitimate organization. 
Now, there's still some knuckleheads, as you can see here. Both of these guys are knuckleheads. I don't know who Hooligan is, and I don't know what a what a Papa Ingrata is, as, as, as the great Rush Limbaugh would say. I don't know where a Papa Ingrata works, and I don't know what a Papa Ingrata does. I do love the fact that Humana, I think that's got to be a rib. Humana advertising before uh, Street Beefs. On YouTube. That's got to be a rib on YouTube on the street beefs, guys. But the street beefers, as I like to call them, the street beefers, just like I call them the bare knucklers, black hearted, and he's a black guy. Shocking. Wild Bill, who looks like a guy named Bill who's wild. This is amazing. <laughs> well, and I don't give a shit about your sponsor. Uh, apparently... They box, they kickbox, they do all this stuff. They have a, they 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 have mouthpieces, they have gloves. They uh, Wild Bill looks like he could throw down. He, he he looks like he could he could he could take it to somebody. He's not obviously taking it to this guy, but uh, <laughs> as McMahon would say. <laughs> But they they have video, they have a video crew. It looks like they're shooting with multiple cameras. It looks like they're shooting this shit in 4K. This is amazing. The street beefers, as I like to call them. Pretty impressed with that black-hearted guy. I was having a conversation the other day with somebody. Apparently there is a local organization and I don't think they're probably affiliated with the actual street beefs people. They're probably stealing their intellectual property here in Kansas and doing their own version of street beefs. <laughs> I can almost guarantee you. <laughs> but the street beefs guys, they... They have uh, come into my orbit. I got on their, I joined their Facebook group, their National Street Beefs Facebook group a while back. And I started looking at some of the different people that post in this, this group. And they're not, a lot of these guys are not like this black-hearted guy that we showed earlier. A black-hearted guy looks like he could he put an ass-whipping on somebody. So, I get on there one day, and in popping, popping in on my timeline, as the kids say, on my, on my Facebook feed, is this guy with a replica title belt. Of course, everybody's got a replica title belt anymore. I've even got one. I even had one when I was fighting in the uh, smoker fights here locally. And it's it's amazing that these guys, we're going to have to go to Roger Homefield here in a few. I'll pick this up. I'll pick this back up. If you're watching us on BitChute, Clout Hub, anywhere else, you're going to see not an issue in the conversation, but you will on the show. So we're going to go to Roger Homefield.
he is going to join us. Um, I guess what we'll do is we'll just we'll switch this out to Roger Homefield. I guess we'll go ahead and I guess we'll 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 fix it in post, as they say. Uh, we are going to go to Roger Homefield here in just a few moments, and uh, just give me a couple seconds here. And uh, so Roger Homefield joins us, the fantastic Roger Homefield. Who is uh, as I as I, I I had to give him a new gimmick today, I guess, or a new thing. I don't know what what, what you would say, but uh, I heard the great uh, professional wrestling uh, broadcaster Jim Ross say that he was as happy as a bird with with three peckers, and uh, that's what uh, Roger Homefield is today. He is as happy as a bird with three peckers. He joins us here on our big program. So, Roger, what do you have for us today, baby? Well, I don't know. Do you want to be serious? Or, uh, <laughs> do you know. want to be serious? Just, or do you want to be... I mean, it, it could be anything. You, you saw the thing about the UFOs on Newsmax. Did you hear about that? I've, I've, you, know, you know what I think has been going on with the UFOs? But the devil got first because it wasn't firsthand. The witness I, go with the whistleblower. Yes, I think what is going on there is they are... I think something happened somewhere... And they are slowly but surely trying to, A, get people ready for this, because yeah. I think this has probably already happened. And they're slowly but surely getting people prepared. But at the same time, the New World Order and the elites and all these guys can't let a crisis go un- un- unaverted. So I think maybe they're also going to gin this up and make this into a bigger thing than it actually is. Because they got to well, distract from I, uh, other shit. <laughs> That's really what I think is going on. No, I, I, I think, I think they are around actually, but I, don't, I, it, I, I can't fathom that this new world order would be completely in the dark about things, and that's what scares me about it. The aliens don't scare me. It's the idea that maybe, maybe they're in cahoots with the new world order. Maybe, maybe that's the purpose of a world federation, like in Star Trek. Oh, we got to be one unified place. I, I, I certainly hope not. Um, but uh, I'm not afraid of the aliens if we do have them. Uh, I think, you know, anyway, I don't want to fritter away our airtime with that. We've got very serious, somber, depressing stuff to talk about yes. that everybody's waiting to hear, right? <laughs> yes, go ahead. <laughs> no, this is something I thought about for a while, and 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 I'm not alone with this. I know other people react just like I do when they hear things, and you can't talk back to the person on the TV. You just get frustrated. So hopefully I'm <laughs> going to speak back. You can't talk to the person back on the TV. Well, you can, well, you can but they're not going to hear you. That's uh, right. So hopefully I'll be speaking on behalf of uh, some folks that also get annoyed at some of these things. Uh, <laughs> I call this Biden's six trails of death. I don't know how much time we have, but let me just say what they are right off the bat in, in yes. the list. Uh, how many have died from covid because of his administration, they refused to let uh, people have therapeutics. I'll just go down the list for now. How many have died in Afghanistan or will die because of the way we left it? No, I'm not just talking about U.S. citizens, although there are plenty left there, too. I'm talking about all our friends and allies and interpreters and their families. And it's going to go on and on. We left them in the hands of the freaking Taliban. You know, we yeah. We may as well just drop them in the middle of a, of a Freddy Krueger movie and say, guess what? It's not a movie. This is your life. Uh, really, it's it's shameful, Jiggy. It's, it's, it's bone chilling. How many have died on both sides of this awful preventable Russian invasion of Ukraine, which never 
ever would have happened had Trump remained in office. And I didn't need, I don't need Trump to tell me that either. Nobody should need Trump to tell you that. I think it's pretty obvious to anybody. How many have died on both sides of Biden's non-existing border? You know, the one that Mallorca says is secure. You know, these, I have to watch my language, you know? <laughs> Uh, but the, you know, just to, to, to direct BS and propaganda, it's propaganda. It's just overt propaganda. And uh, I'd never thought I'd live the day to see that happen in this country. So how many died on both sides of this border that didn't have to be? Didn't have to be whatsoever. We had the best border. It wasn't happening at all. How many have died? And in addition to that, uh, well, you have your human trafficking. It's part of that. Doesn't seem to bother that many people. And how many uh, additional people with fentanyl, in addition to the border, but they say about 100,000 a year. And somebody said on TV, some talking head, oh, but they don't really catch much fentanyl coming over the border uh, with the people coming over. They're not really bringing much. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's because there's so many masses of people that the cartels are able to slip it in with mules or whatever. Um, and how many have or will die, Jiggy? Because Biden broke up, uh, broke up Trump's Abraham Accords that the world said was impossible to achieve. He should have gotten the Nobel Peace Prize for that, uh, where he actually had traction and the momentum. He had momentum with Israel, uh, Bahrain, uh, United Arab Emirates, I think Qatar, and I believe Saudi Arabia was going to come on board because they felt safer with Israel and the United States depending on which side we're on at the moment these days, uh, they felt more comfortable with that coalition of people uh, than they did uh, the prospects of facing Iran. And this was a great thing. Trump played this thing perfectly. And Biden had to screw it up. He didn't screw it up. He just completely tore it up. Why? <laughs> because it was Trump's. So damn the country, damn the world, damn the American people. Let's just get people killed left and right because we can't have something that Trump did. It's really beyond disgraceful. It's, uh, well, that's why I call it the uh, six trails of death. And uh, that's, we didn't really get into any of the particulars of any of this, but uh, man alive. So we've and got Roger Homefield with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. So bring us up to date on your softball activities. Uh, what, 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 what do you have going on there, baby? Oh, the, the trials and tribulations are just off the charts. <laughs> no idea. This is like this is like literally times 10. Let me tell you, no, seriously. And all that goes with it, you know, all the, you know, getting cut, that you're going to be on this division, that, you know. Uh, actually, we had a playoff game today. Uh, we were first in our league, so we had a bye, but we were rained out today. Um, no, but it's really an amazing thing. I was thinking a little while ago that I'm, I'm really a very lucky guy, uh, Jiggy, in so much as that I'm really doing the things that I really love my whole life. And now I'm doing just that, baseball, uh, music. I'm, I'm ensconced with a lot of that here in my office now. I'll let you know about that another time. And uh, when I, I was not really in love with politics, but I was always in love with America. I was always in love with truth, justice, and the American way. I always knew it was corny. I always knew it wasn't like that you know, black and white. But I was very grateful for being in this country. And I was very grateful that the world had a country like this. And we've just frittered that all away. The American dream, they've just, 
turned it into a like a Freddy Krueger nightmare. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't. It breaks my heart to think of a political prisoner in some godforsaken place that's never going to see the light of day. That in his own mind imagines he'll make it to America and become a millionaire. At least he could dream the American dream. But I might have repeated myself from last week if I did say this, but it's worth saying again. Uh, unfortunately, now America has its own political prisoners. Yep. And it's right out in broad daylight. Uh, well, where do you go from there? I mean, you know, like the January 6th <laughs> with the solitary yeah. confinement. I mean, oh, my Lord. And, of course, the people that like, run out in the streets that are violent, you know, these people were like, oh, you're opening the door. We can walk in. Okay. Oh, Jiggy, talk to me. Don't, <laughs> don't let me go on and on. Oh, well, I can get to, into some more of these. We, we didn't really uh, get through any, any of these details here. But, uh, but with the COVID thing, Biden's FDA, you know, you talk about lies. I mean, you know, uh, of course... Obama, the great one, uh, you can keep your doctor, you keep your policy. Forget that. That's a little white fib. That that's a white fib uh, compared to um, how about big government getting in between you and your doctor's prescription? Yeah. Okay. They overruled your doctor's prescription to you. Look, there was a time, folks, where you would have been absolutely outraged. But I guess if you're a Democrat, it doesn't outrage. <laughs> Because Trump didn't do it. And this is really sickness. And if that doesn't make folks understand there really is Trump derangement syndrome, I mean, there's certainly, truly, truly is. I'm not a doctor, but you can see it all the time because there's no logic left. There's no common sense. There's no yeah. sense of self-preservation even. It's just everybody hates Trump. Not everybody. People that hate Trump, they hate Trump more than they love life. They hate Trump more than they love America. They hate Trump more than they love freedom. It's uh, it's really something else. Uh, I remember seeing Biden on TV live with uh, DeSantis, and he said he was going to cut off the Regeneron, which was monoclonal stuff. And everybody said, oh, yeah, this works. Everybody kind of agreed. And he said he was going to cut it in half. They weren't short. And he said it wasn't because they were short. It's because they wanted to corral everybody into the vaccine line. You know, what's oh, that saying really? he, that, that <laughs> protests too much? There's something really stinky about this obsession, this um, beyond obsession, a frenetic, that this hyper obsession about getting everybody on the vaccine. If they were that nervous because of the virus, if they were that nervous that everybody better take a vaccine, would they be letting millions of people in over the border? that they don't even know if they have COVID, if they don't have COVID, if they have, if they took the vaccine, if they didn't take the vaccine. Give me a break. I mean, this is just common sense. So if they're not that worried about it, then what is their big, what is the big deal about people taking a vaccine? If they had COVID, if they didn't have COVID, when they're told if you had COVID, you don't really do. What was the big rush? What is the big urgency? You know, it's very suspect. I mean, it really gives credence and it breathes life into some of the, quote, conspiracy theories, you'd almost think you're trying to kill us, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, one would think that. Well, Roger, before we let you go, how do we get in touch with you online, you social can't. media, no. all these things? <laughs> I'm only kidding. I couldn't help myself. Um, <laughs> 
he was right all an email address me he was right all along i'm referring to trump yes i am he was right all along at gmail.com and i'd love it if you checked out a couple of my parodies uh simply he was framed.com that's easy to remember isn't it there you go there you go look at that you got it in trump.us fantastic well roger i will talk to you next week good luck with the rest of your week and i'll talk to you thursday Thanks, Jerky. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it, my friend. There he goes. Fantastic. Roger Homefield, the amazing Roger Homefield. And uh, he joins us to wrap up our action-packed edition of our big broadcast. We will inevitably see you next time. 